0: This here is
1: the, the change of the podcast. Podcast. Podcast,
2: show. podcast
1: show. Where we are igniting you music. to
2: transform humanity. To transform
1: humanity. To transform humanity. Transform. Oh, <masala> <mail> wow. This is... The change element, yeah, welcome. You know, you have so much power at your fingertips, right here, right now. You know, think about that. The next time you are driving by yourself down the street and you go in to pick your nose, just remember how much power you're sticking into your nostril. Mind-blowing, absolutely mind-blowing. And speaking of brain pickings, that's a good uh, Twitter account to follow brain pickings. Good stuff. Let me get to the details. This is the intersection of entrepreneurs, leaders, and visionaries, where we come together to talk about big ideas and the small steps. It's where insight and action meet, and we are so happy that you are here to join us today. And as much as I'd love for this element to be about picking your nose and the depth that we can get into... (laughs) <laughs> Pun intended. It's actually about something else. Today, we are going to talk about resolutions. Because we're towards the end of January now, and many, many of us and statistics backs us up, have already dumped those resolutions. We've already failed at achieving all of those resolutions that we created at New Year's. So today, Stephen is going to lead us in a conversation about resolutions and how we can get back on track with them. Also, and this is a spoiler alert, he's going to tell us about our biggest enemy, and it might be the calendar. So prepare yourself for change with Element 11
2: yeah absolutely I do in fact I feel like the new year still hasn't begun you're <laughs> <laughs> still living in 2015 I'm still huh? living in 2015 I, I think I'm playing a little bit of catch-up or something but uh yeah no so it feels very new very fresh to me um it, yeah it, it's it's weird I don't know I I think I'm just a little bit behind everyone else <laughs>
0: Yeah I feel like I was right on it because I think January like 4th or 5th like I had to go to the bank and I had to like sign some documents and without a second thought I put the 16 <laughs> usually I always screw up and put the past year but I'm already right in the year so I'm ready for this what about you nice. Corey? how's
1: 2016 feel for you? Oh man, it, it feels like it's been a year already.
0: I can't, I can't wait for 2017. Over. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> no man, it, it's good. It's good. Actually, um, I feel like it's the 70s. Been listening to a lot of BGS lately. It's good stuff, man. Just staying uh, alive, you know. There's
2: no no better way to look <laughs> ahead than looking back.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: that's really deep wisdom, there, guys. Super super deep. So like, have you guys done any type of uh like you know typical new year's resolutions at least for this year
2: um yeah for um, i've done a few they're they're usually they're they're more like uh, some small things i don't know i don't even like the word resolutions because i feel like mm. it's such a weak and soft word that yeah. really doesn't mean a whole lot to me or really anyone else for that matter but um but yeah i've, I've done a couple for you know just around exercise reading some things like that um, I saw this really cool like little comic strip, um, and it's like this picture of like a uh, like a child bear and then like a father bear and the child bears asking the father so hey what, what is a new year's resolution anyway and the father bear says oh it's just some list that people don't intend to do during the first week of january <laughs> <laughs> and i thought that was amazing i was like that is exactly what a new year's resolution at least has been for me historically so but yeah no i've got I've, I've tried to you know stay on top of some things with with some personal habits and routines Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. We're gonna dive right into that in a little bit uh, later. But uh, Corey, what about you? Do you have any kind of New Year's resolutions that you made f- for this year?
1: Uh, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you just giving up on them? completely. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why bother? Right? It's just a waste of ink. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, and, and I think all three of us are in a similar boat. I, I, kind of feel like Tim does about resolutions. Now, I, I feel differently about goals, which we'll get into in a second. But you know, one interesting thing that I, I found as I started to, to sit down and think through what I wanted 2016 to look like and some of the things I wanted to accomplish, I started writing down some of the things that I put in 2015. And and I actually was able mm-hmm. to, to do those things consistently. And, and then I realized, you know what? I don't have to put those because they've already, they've become like a habit in my life. They're consistent parts. So I don't need to add those to my list of to do's, which is kind of cool to come to that realization.
0: Yeah. Kind of like, Hey, my resolution for this year is to eat every day. You know, (laughs) I, 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 so far I'm I'm pretty good on that track. I'm pretty good. I'm I'm doing awesome. So, so yeah, that brings us to this, uh, this element's uh, topic, which is refresh your failed New Year's resolutions. And I know that's kind of sounds like a little, you know, I don't know, a, like a downer, <laughs> um, because we're saying that you may have failed your New Year's resolutions already. But OK, let's be honest. Um, you know, I'm not going to make up a statistic, but I could in my head. But there's so all these statistics and all these, um, you know, reports out there that, with most new year's resolutions that people make they fail them before january is even over um and it's pretty common like everybody makes new year's resolutions and now here we are at the end of january and i'm gonna make a guess this is just a guess i'm not making any assumptions about your character but you probably may have failed on a few of your new year's resolutions so i want to kind of just throw this idea out there like Why do we make resolutions at all? What's the purpose of resolutions? I mean, so I know for you guys, you know, you may not necessarily do resolutions now because, you know, we've kind of switched the language a little um, and kind of we're going to focus on goals a little bit later. But in the past, you know, why why did you make resolutions or why do you think other people continue to make resolutions at New Year's? Um, Corey, do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. And first, damn you, how do you know me so well? And I've already <laughs> failed my resolutions. <laughs> you know, I actually, I, my perspective is a bit skewed now, but I actually think like this process of the new year and what the new year represents is this uh, ability to to start over for many people, or start fresh, or to accelerate in many areas. And really, it, it's sort of that that second chance or that get out of jail free card. Mm-hmm. And so I think in in that um, that essence, it's good, I, and I love what it stands for—an opportunity to refresh. But I, I think what happens is people just do like a, a data dump <laughs> mm-hmm. and they just put everything out there that they want to achieve. And, you know, uh, w- without having a whole lot more than just an idea, it, it quickly fades away mm-hmm. because then life happens. And after vacation of the holidays, we get back to the real world. And all of a sudden we realize, ah, well, that's actually not all that important to me now. Mm-hmm. So that makes it tough.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and I like what you said about how it's kind of like a a second chance it's funny how like in the middle of the year you know there's not really any second chances because you're weighed down by like if you you know you had like a bad month or a bad week like that still kind of weighs on you and you like carry that but like when that magical number hits like from December 31st to January 1st like all of a sudden like anything that happened in the entire past year like somehow doesn't matter anymore because it's, it's new, it's fresh, you know, um, it, it's just a really, I don't know, interesting perspective I think that we have on the new year. Um, but what about you, Tim? Why do you think people still make resolutions at all?
2: Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to answer your question, Stephen. but, but first, uh, I, I, too am gonna to say shame on you for for making the connection between my failed resolutions and my character. That that is <laughs> yeah. that, that is harsh. I, I gotta I gotta admit. Um, no, look, I think. I think people make resolutions for the same reason that I do. I think, and and Corey kind of talked about this, right? Like there is this this sense of renewal and fresh start, and I I would even go so far to say hope uh, for the new year. And and that, you know, January 1st is like such a clear marker for so many people that like that's when things can change or that's when things can start. Um, But... uh, you know, it depends, I think on the people too. Like I, I remember all through the time that I was in school, um, through high school, college. And then, you know, for those who've like done graduate school, your, your calendar doesn't necessarily always work that way. And, and sometimes it, you know, like the beginning of the year for me sort of began when the new semester began or, you know, the next year of, of undergraduate or graduate um, studies. And, and, I think the the whole point still is just that that clear sort of starting point, whether it's January 1st or not. And I think that does something for people and kind of generates this, yeah, this hope or excitement that this is this is the time for me to start something new or to do something different. But I think we fail because it that's that's really all it is. It's like an initial hope or an excitement. Um and it's it's often like not very well thought out or uh, it, it might just be sort of what is important to you in the moment or what's like on your mind at the moment, which I think leads a lot of people to uh, create resolutions that often fail is it's just sort of like, oh, it's it's resolution making time to throw some together and, right. and not really have a lot of a lot of oomph behind them. Mm hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. So so in the past, Tim, like what resolutions have you made that um, have failed and, and why do you think they failed? Like what was, you know, the reasoning behind or the flaw in those resolutions?
2: Yeah, I could tell you that early on, uh, I definitely kind of fell into that category of, well, I'll make resolutions because I guess that's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So I think that was part of it. And so because of that, there wasn't a whole lot of like purpose or passion behind it. Um, And then the other reason that I've failed in my past resolutions and even up in the more recent years of my life is that, um, you know, I've I'm a very excitable person you guys know me like I get pretty jazzed up about things I get really excited about things and I really rely on on that excitement to be the thing that's going to like carry me through but inevitably uh, I think Corey said this too but like life starts to happen and you have so many things competing for your time and attention and you know before you know it you know, you're not really focused on those those resolutions that you've set anymore. You're like focused on what's right in front of you, and uh, and that excitement, that uh, momentum that you once had maybe at the beginning of the year, it goes away pretty fast. So if you rely on on that excitement or that energy um, alone, uh, more often than not, you're you're gonna fail.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's really interesting you mentioned that, Tim, because I feel like the the whole atmosphere around, like, New Year's is, like, excitement, you know, yeah. and so a lot of, like, our goals and resolutions, like, may have come out of that because, you know, like, if you do any kind of, like, New Year's, like, party, and, like, there's, like, the countdown, and everyone's excited, and there's, like, confetti and hats and on all that kind of stuff, and, and it's just that aura of, like, oh, my gosh, like, we're – this is new, this is exciting, and so maybe – for a lot of people, maybe in that moment or, you know, in the day before surrounding it, that you're making all these, you know, resolutions, but it kind of depends. It's all dependent upon, you know, that environment. So, you yeah. the confetti and the you know streamers like disappear, then kind of so do your resolutions. Um, what about you, Corey? What resolutions have you made in the past that have failed and why? <laughs>
1: Well, how long is the podcast? <laughs> it's been a lot. It's kind of like, it reminds me of that, that old movie swingers when they're going to Vegas, they're like Vegas and they're pumped up and then they start driving. And then the next scene is them like all quiet, almost passed out. <laughs> yeah. it, the excitement fades pretty quick. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think Tim hit on it, but also, you know, we create, resolutions. And a lot of that is based on our circumstances and our surroundings and sort of the atmosphere we're in. Uh, but then the other thing too, is I think we make a lot of resolu- uh, resolutions that sound good in theory. And they're mm-hmm. things that we, we really maybe deep down we want to achieve. But then when we begin to do them, all of a sudden it's like the, the sun coming up and realization, it hits us. And we're like, wow, this is hard. This is so much harder than I thought it was going to be. And I, you know, it's at that point, well, are you going to decide to to continue to work at it and sort of break through that wall, or um, are you just going to move on to other things? And I, I, unfortunately, for most of us, we decide that well, let's move on to something else, so we don't really uh, put in the time, the effort, the energy to to get over that wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and dude, I'll give you a perfect example of that. So I remember
2: last year, uh, a, a resolution that I had created for myself was, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna write more in 2015 and and guess what like I didn't and and you know why (laughs) is because what does write more even mean you know what I mean like that was like my attempt at a resolution was I'm gonna write more uh in 2015 and I didn't really I didn't really you know specify like what I wanted that to look like um and then because of that it's like okay well then how do I even you know See that resolution through on a daily basis. Like, I have no idea because I haven't even really, like, I didn't even really define what that needed to look like. I just knew that I wanted to write more, and the idea of writing was exciting, but that was it because I, I just, there was no, you know, there was no structure to it whatsoever.
0: Yeah, and, and that's so true, Tim. And that leads us perfectly to kind of what we're going to talk about next. And it's it's that difference between a resolution and a goal. Now, I know a lot of you may be thinking, well, like, aren't they pretty much the same thing? I mean, kind of, yeah, but they, they are they are different because with resolutions, those are kind of those big grand ideas of, yeah, you know, I want to write more. And for me, uh, like a lot of my past resolutions have been, you know, I want to read more and that doesn't end up happening. I want to get in better shape but that doesn't end up happening because it's so like tim said it's so vague and like you know you don't even know what that means if you failed or succeeded well you kind of know that you failed because you just don't do it um but yeah you don't even know what like success even means like does writing more mean like you're gonna write you know one page of something and then that are automatically counts um and so so the thing uh, with goals though is, and this is something that, you know, the three of us have adopted recently and how, uh, why we're, we're so huge on, on creating good goals, creating, you know, smart goals is because goals are, are specific goals are something that you, you can put a target on and you can plan towards and work towards and actually achieve and, um, and and actually know if you've, you know, hit that mark or not. Now, that may seem like a lot, so we're going to kind of break it down a little bit, but I'm going to hop back to you, Tim. So in contrast to you know, having a resolution be super vague, like what's an example of maybe a goal that you set, whether it's at the beginning of the year or at some other time that you were able to succeed in and and why was that goal so successful?
2: Yeah. So, you know, I'll stick with the writing theme uh, because it was something that I really did want to do. So it wasn't that that wasn't important or, you know, or whatever. It wasn't that I wasn't excited or passionate about it. I just, like you said, it was just a vague sort of soft resolution. And so what I did was I, I, I made a commitment. I, 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 specified what I wanted that to look like. And so I, I made this commitment to myself that every week I would post a blog. So every week throughout the year and, um, And by doing that, like, then that sort of helped me sort of create some of those mini steps that I needed to do in order to achieve that particular goal. And and I know that there may be some mixed emotions around the word goals. I know a lot of people maybe, you know, kind of, they kind of bring some baggage in with that. Um, And I will tell you that, It's a little bit semantics, yes, but I do like the word goal because I think there's a lot more sort of intention behind that. And I I know that's why for us, like we here on this podcast, we use the term goal. Um, But having like a a, a plan and some clear steps that was going to help me deliver on this weekly Um, sort of measurable commitment that I had made was the huge difference maker for me and you know so I've ever since I shifted from a soft resolution to a very specific and measurable goal uh, it's been a a complete night and day difference Um, now not only do I know what I need to do um, and have a desire to do it. But then there's a level of accountability I have as well. Because um, I've made that commitment to myself. Um, I've, I've shared that with others that this is something I'm going to do. And so I, I need to make sure that I back that up. And so all those things it's what helps me sort of continue on in that goal uh, throughout the year. Even when things get busy or things get crazy, I, I have this level of commitment that surpasses just an initial excitement.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, Tim. And I'm actually going to have you explain something real quick. Now, we're not going to dive too deep into this, but uh, there is a concept called SMART goals. And, and Tim actually explains it brilliantly um, in a goals course that we have, which we'll share with you later. But, um, you know, some of you may not have really heard an Id- of what a SMART goal is. It's actually an acronym to to help us create better goals, essentially. But, Tim, would you be able to just quickly walk us through uh um, what the main points of a SMART goal are?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So it is an acronym S M A R T the S stands for specific. Um, and that's sort of self-explanatory. The M is for measurable. So it's something that you can quantify in some way. The A is for actionable, meaning that it's, it's actually something that, that you can, can do. Um, and you're not, you know, so dependent on, um, like other things to happen in order for that goal to come through uh the r is for realistic um meaning that it it needs to be something that should stretch you or can stretch you it can be challenging but it needs to be something that is within the realm of reality and then finally the t is for time bound meaning that you, you need to attach some kind of timeline to it um and look, we we all start with resolutions at the beginning of the year because that's a clear marker of a beginning. And because that's how we operate. We operate our whole day is around time. And so having timelines to the things we want to do is that that crucial component. So that's that's a smart goal. Specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time bound. Awesome. So yeah, those are smart goals and that's a huge, huge kind of uh,
0: factor characteristic that can distinguish, you know, whether your resolutions succeed or fail, because if your resolutions aren't, you know, specific and targeted and kind of run through that filter of SMART goals, then chances are, you know, you're not going to succeed in them. But uh, let's move to you, Corey. What are some uh, goals that you've created in the past that you've succeeded in and, and what were the factors that contributed to that success?
1: yeah and just to clarify too you you don't have to be smart to make smart goals is that correct yep. that well i'm it, i'm living proof okay. it I'm helps proof. yeah <laughs> good good they have dumber goals i'm good at those <laughs> <laughs> we need to come up with a dumb goals acronym yeah man so i actually did uh a video not too long ago. And in that, I, I sort of mentioned that 2015 was uh, a turning point for me in terms of goals, in terms of uh, in whatever you want to call it, resolutions, goals, dreams, or, or whatever you might call it, it. It doesn't matter. But 2015, I was actually able to, to meet, achieve, exceed, the majority of the goals that I had put out at the beginning of the year. Now, some of them I, I didn't and and that's okay. They were stretch goals and I went for them and, and didn't quite get to them and that's okay. But to answer your question, I think the the, the thing that made all the difference in the world and Tim hit, hit on this was having a plan, knowing um, not only what you want to achieve, but how you're going to get there and doing the, the, the smart goals are going to help you clearly define what that goal is but, but then you've got to go on. There's more to it than that. You, you need to have a plan, a strategy that's going to help you get there because look, we're going to, it's easy to forget. It's easy to go off course. It's easy to, to want to cheat. And you know, at, at times we're weak. And in those moments, we need to have some reference point, something that we can look to, to remind us, um, what the overarching goal is what is it that we want to achieve and this is why we're doing all this hard work to get there so there's a, a lot of planning that goes into it um, so so look just creating goals is not an easy process and I, I think that's why a lot of people create resolutions and the definition of a resolution is a firm decision to do or not to do something and so it's easy to make a firm decision but then it's really difficult to stick to that decision and actually figure it out on how to get there. That's good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's really good, Corey, of just being able to, to create those daily habits. And, and I think that's kind of, um, you know, what's lacking from resolutions too, is that you kind of think of this end state of like, I want to get to this, you know, and get to this place of I'm reading more or I'm, in better shape or I'm writing more or whatever and uh, the thing is like that takes that's actually a lifestyle you know it's like you're you're changing something about your lifestyle you're changing your habits but we often don't put in the work to do that we kind of I don't know maybe hope that it happens you know someday but um, But yeah, for for me, I know one of the the reasons I was was able to succeed in a lot of goals is exactly what you talked about, Corey, is is planning and putting a strategy in. Where um, I know for a, a lot of us, when you, you know, have a goal like, or a resolution like you want to get in better shape and maybe you've even like you know create a smart goal like hey i want to lose you know 10 pounds by you know a certain amount of time and so you kind of go at it but without a plan like what often happens at the gym is like everybody knows that january is like the gym's (laughs) busiest like time of the year like everybody signs up everybody like hits the gym and it's super crowded but then once february hits like it just dies down to like normal gym levels uh because everybody kind of goes in goes in full force full speed and like gets you know super excited and then they like die out quickly because there's no plan like and i know like i've done this in the past where uh in the past where i've wanted to get in better shape and i think like okay i'm i want to you know be able to run more and uh so i'd start out like one day like okay i'm gonna run like two miles today, even though i haven't run like in years, you know, but I think, Hey, when I was in high school, I ran on track and I was able to run two miles, so I (laughs) should be able to do that now. So I just go out and I run two miles and then I'm just like dying and sick and throwing up at the end of it. And then I just stop because it was such a horrible experience for me. And and the thing is like, I didn't take the time to strategize and develop that into habit. I kind of just jumped in, you know, I don't know, just shooting in the dark, hoping that I'd be able to immediately get back into shape.
1: And, and Steven, actually, you know what, I want to, I want to connect a couple dots real quick. Cause, cause Tim, Tim referred to time and, and, you know, that's, we, we base almost everything on this idea of time. And Steven, you said something too about resolutions. Like we're looking to the end because the resolution is like to be resolved in whatever it is. And so that's a great point. I think our our expectations are flawed when we go into this. We have an expectation that we're gonna get to the end much faster than we are. And so when that, that timeline doesn't meet our expectations, we're just like, oh, well, that didn't work or I can't do this. And, and that's when we give up. So I just wanted to make that connection really quick.
2: Yeah,
0: no, that, that's a great connection. And and that's the reason, yeah, why so many people give up on their goals and give up on the resolutions is because we have this, you know, expectation and we don't meet it. But there, it's an it's an unrealistic expectation. So what's helped me in the past is really be able to split my goal up into smaller chunks that I can accomplish sooner and so it's it's something like you know what you said tim of like you know wanting to to write more like like sure at the end of the year you want to you know be writing more and that may mean you're writing a blog post every week but it's split up into chunks where it's like okay let's try to like get through maybe like the first month, you know, this month I'm going to commit to writing one blog post a week. That's so much more doable, you know, than this grand scheme of like, and I know Corey, I'm going to kind of jump into to something that you shared, but you've been wanting to write a book for a while, you know? And, and so for, for a lot of us, like that could sounds overwhelming of like, holy crap, I'm going to write an entire book. That's, that's huge. But if you break it into smaller chunks of hey you know what i'm going to write you know a page a day or something i'm going to write you know 10 pages by the end of this week those are smaller chunks that are more doable and i mean it it definitely helps when you're able to to break things into smaller chunks into something that's you know, you're able to just accomplish sooner and faster because that gives you that success and that immediate progress. Um, And so that's kind of what I would, you know, suggest and recommend for a lot of you is that first, you don't have to, you know, wait until the next year, you don't have to feel all depressed and sad because you like failed your goals and all that kind of stuff. But you can actually just revise your resolutions, um, make them into smart goals, set, you know, a time on them, but also like make them realistic and maybe focus a little smaller. So rather than thinking of, you know, you want to be super buff by the end of the year, just think of maybe this next month. It's okay. January's done think of February. This is a completely new month. This is like a new year for you. Actually, Chinese new year is in February. So just use that as a launching <laughs> point. Okay? So for Chinese nice. new year, it's it's a brand new year now in February. Like, what are you going to accomplish? Not for the all of 2016, but just in February? What What's that smaller goal that you can accomplish that you can create your habits in doing? Um, and so I, I kind of want to just kind of close off this uh, episode with uh, asking you guys if if you know someone has struggled in their resolutions in January, you know they've made a few, they haven't gotten any traction or momentum on them, they maybe tried and failed on some of them. What advice would you give to them um, going into kind of February um, uh, and the rest of the year?
2: Uh, hey, I'll, I'll answer that question. I, I think there's a couple things. Uh, first. Is to understand why it is you even want to achieve those things. Um, if there's not like a, a real sense of meaning or purpose for you uh, it, with the resolutions that you've created, like that, that may mean that it's worth reevaluating the resolutions that you've you've even created for yourself so i think that is step one so identifying really like why like what's the meaning behind them and and why is it important to you Uh, i think just connecting to that is is always a good thing to do and then the second thing i would do is uh because there's there's a lot there's a lot to this and we've already talked about a lot but the just the other thing i'll say is um just how important it is to to really have that plan Uh, and just know like, hey, here's the things that I can do frequently. So daily or weekly that are gonna keep me moving in this resolution or goal that I've set for myself. Breaking it down into those bite-sized chunks so that it's something you can do with a high level of frequency, I think is really important. Awesome, thanks, Tim. What about you, Corey? What advice would you have for
0: someone who maybe have not done so well in their January resolutions?
1: Yeah. So it, just to to echo or repeat what Tim said, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to say that again. I don't want to repeat Tim. He's <laughs> he said it brilliantly. But basically, in addition to that, I would I would just say um, find find people that you can invite into that world with you. Who, who are some partners that you can connect with to really encourage you to to help you along in that process and maybe even do some of these new habits and routines and tasks with other people. So don't try and do it alone. Um, be surrounded with other people and, and make those connections and, and that'll go a long way in getting to your goal
0: yeah thanks a lot that's that's really great corey and so uh, to recap kind of today's episode uh you know we talked a lot about new year's resolutions and how a lot of them have failed and um one of the first takeaways that we want to give you is that you can restart your goals at any time you want like just because you failed your goals in january doesn't mean like All of 2016 is doomed now, you know, that you're not going to succeed in anything. Just hit the restart button. Make February like that magical day or that magical number in which you can start something new and get refreshed again. And when you refresh your goals, when you hit that restart button, this time make it into a smart goal. Get clear about it. Be specific. You know, um, yeah, make it specific. Have it be measurable so that you can actually... Know if it's you know completed or not. Have it be actionable, something that you can you can actually control and do. Make it realistic, something that you can actually attain, and then have a time Set an actual due date on it, and don't make the due date December thirty first, twenty sixteen. Let's put a. Uh, you know, break that goal up or make that goal smaller. And let's put a sooner due date on it. Let's make it, you know, February 28th or 29th. I think it's a leap year. I'm not even sure. It is. But that's the third takeaway. Yeah, it's a leap year. So that's the third takeaway. Make February 29th your new time frame, your new goal. Like, what are you going to accomplish in these next, uh, you know, four weeks or so? Um, and, and do that. And once you succeed in that, then make another goal for March and, and just keep on going that way. And soon, by the end of the year midway through the year even you're going to realize that you've created those habits you built in those you know uh, daily routines and habits and uh, and you're actually accomplishing your goal you're actually fulfilling your resolution so now we are going to go into um, our famous segment the the good good. the bad and the
1: ugly
2: Alright, hey, there is so much good in this episode, but the, the thing I'm going to highlight is the fact that the Chinese New Year doesn't actually start until February, which is when my year tends to start. So I'm glad, I, I'm ready I'm ready for the new year starting February 1st.
1: <laughs> and the bad and there is so much bad in this episode. <laughs> Just kidding. No, the bad is the the calendar that we make the calendar uh, such a, a heavy weight in our life and an indicator. Who cares about that calendar? Throw it out. you can start new goals anytime you want.
0: Yeah, awesome. And the ugly is definitely when you haven't worked out in a long time. Don't go full force because you will throw up. And <laughs> uh, and other bodily fluids may occur as well. So take it, take it easy. Take it easy. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us in on this um, element. Um, we hope that you're able to hit the refresh button, the restart on your New Year's resolutions um, goals. And I want to let you know that... If you want to dive deeper into this, if you want to actually create goals that succeed to know how to start building and creating momentum in your life so that you're starting to achieve the goals and you're living the life that you want and you're finally, you know, hitting all those things that you've always wanted to do but have never been able to accomplish, well, we have just the thing for you. We have a free online video course. That's right. It's absolutely free. It's called Create Momentum, How to Achieve Successful Goals in Your Life and your business. So if that is something that you want to make a change this year, if you actually want to start creating goals, head over to the changeelement.com slash create momentum. Once again, that's the changeelement.com slash create momentum. It's a free course that you can sign up for. Um, it's just a couple of videos, but it's going to really show you um, how you can create goals and start achieving success in your life. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Steven. My name is Tim. And I am Corey. And we'll see you in the new year. The Chinese New Year, that is. (laughs) Nice.
1: All right, all right. That does it for Element 11. Thank you, Stephen, for leading us in that conversation on resolutions. And remember, if you want to dig further into the idea of goals and how to really begin to design your life, then check out the show notes page, which you can find by going to slash zero one one for Element 11. And on that page, there will be a link to the Design Your Life course. Um, Highly, highly recommend it. And that's not just because I was part of creating it either believe me so if you guys could do us a huge favor if you got anything out of this episode at all then would you head over to itunes and leave us a review we thank you we appreciate you and until next time let's ignite and transform humanity